Welcome to the Lords of Loud. We're four music fans from Australia who've turned our old email debates into this podcast. I'm Lord Ben, and if we were the Beatles, I'd obviously be the smart one, but modest too. With me as always is Lord Brett, the funny one, only because we've seen him dance, Lord Kev, the quiet one, because he can't clip on a mic, and Lord Al, the cute one, with the perfect face for any podcast. And welcome back to the Lords of Loud. And thanks for joining us on another exciting episode. This is another of our lockdown episodes. We're still in lockdown. Can you believe it? How many weeks has it been? 48 weeks we've been in lockdown in the, dungeon, in the bunker. Kev, you've still got a cough, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I hope you're yeah, all doing yeah. well out there. It's we've got just a, not going. I don't know. The fever's there. Oh. Got a good episode. Hey, look, tonight. it hasn't stopped the barbecues, has it, Kev? <laughs> The parties, the dance part, the uh, <coughs> dance parties, raves. How to tell what the problem is anymore? Mm. It could be COVID. It could just be another Monday afternoon coming down. I don't know. Oh, Fred's got the loser hand up. That's right. I, for one, am more than happy to be contactless with Lord Al. <laughs> That's not what I've heard. But anyway, yeah, your your wife isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. All right. Um, Tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about our favorite TV theme songs. Now, I didn't mention this to the Lords before, but I think it's important um, for this episode. One of the stipulations, as I like to put on things, is that I think the theme song really has to be a song that was written for, either written for the TV show or really is most famously known for the TV show. I don't think we can go with, you know, something like, you know, a little help for my friends from the Wonder Years, for example, which is obviously a you know a Joe Cocker cover of a Beatles song, um, or other songs which were you know I know there was a few what were those uh, crime shows NCS type shows where that used like a bunch of Who songs and things as the intros and whatever. so I think you know it really has to be a song that was synonymous with the actual TV show as opposed to yeah just a, a classic song that was used as a as an intro theme. Um, but of course, so you're telling us this now. Well, uh, all just you know, I like to throw these things on you, Kev. I don't like to, you know, this is what you got to have a bit of magic in your life. Okay, so I'm just changing my CSI Miami uh, as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> CSI, that's it. Yeah, all yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know, I'm a big fan of the who I am. So, <laughs> <laughs> so before that. We have to do the most important parts to this, and that is Album of the Week and, of course, our sponsor. Uh, and Album of the Week this week is something I'm actually going to throw out there. And this is Lord by there. the band uh, Crumb. Uh, and the album is called Crumb, and the album is called Jinx. And Crumb they were, they is were a... They broke it from bread, weren't they, originally? <laughs> or part of bread. And... <laughs> an offshoot of bread. That's right. <laughs> Now, wouldn't it be, uh, wouldn't it be um, the remains after bread broke up, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> it sounds like, they, it they sounds like a solo pieces. project to me. Yeah. So, Chrome is a uh, four-piece indie band from Boston. Uh, a female lead singer. They're a, you know, they're a great laid-back sort of... It's like a dreamy, um, psychedelic sort of pop sound... Some some call it. It's a right in your wheelhouse, Kev. I think you really Ooh, like these I'm, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing um, a lot of keywords. Some have called it slacker rock or slacker pop. Um, hey, Steady. <laughs> 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 I 
Slacker, um, that's his thing. That's his that's thing. That's it. So I think if you if you like if you like um, you know bands Loser like Tam- Rock, Tame Impala, <laughs> uh, Beach House, or even a bit of, even sort of a camera obscura sort of um, dreaminess, these guys would really really uh, float your boat. And a couple of standout tracks for me were a track called Ghost Ride and The Letter. So do yourself a favor, go out and it's on Spotify, go and listen to the band Crumb and their latest release, which is Jinx. This is their second full length uh, recording. So, so, so are they, are they big enough to, uh, like, are they popular enough to do this full time or do they have to find another way to make a crust? <laughs> I think they're still, uh, bar, well, were bartending pre Corona, but, uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> yes, that was a, that was a great one. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Okay. Do we have so, a sponsor this week? We do get a sponsor this week. Oh, so this I just would have thought, you know, the cupboard would have been bare after, you know, everyone's sort of hiding well, in there. In their a, lot of people, a lot of people have gone out of business, but there's a few. Um, luckily, this band had couple of thousand records still sitting in a vault <laughs> that they're still trying to get rid of. Um, still at the factory, no less. And it's one of those bands, you just don't see enough of the, this is this is a purely accordion band. So this is the Alan Gardner accordion band with Play It Again. Um, oh, I, don't know, yes. I don't know why you'd yeah. want to hear it a second time, to be honest, but uh, <laughs> it runs a full 39 minutes too long. They do some good <laughs> tracks on here. Uh, the Green Green Grass of Home. Obviously, absolute classic. They butcher Yellow Submarine on this thing. And oh. my favourite probably is the... My favourite. four accordions on this. It's four it's accordions, actually... yeah. It's a, it's a nice. wonderful outfit. And, but the irony... I, my favourite song on this is the irony of Banjo Boy on an accordion band. Oh, okay. Album. Ah. So, you know, brilliant. That's Absolutely brilliant. So a post-modernist um, multi-accordion... <laughs> yeah. You just don't see enough accordion bands. You don't see enough bands really that just have all one instrument anymore, do you? Like all these bands want to have you know, a guitar and, a, and drums and a bass. Just stick right, with yeah. one instrument. What's wrong with a, like yeah, a, you know, a bass band? Just an all bass yeah. band. Why don't we do, do that it, sort of stuff anymore? Do it again. Get, you know, I mean, the best thing about this record is actually the advertisement on the back here for the Safeguard Anti-Warp Record Storage Rack. Like a ripper. <laughs> They're like they're sponsored themselves right. by this so, rack. Yeah, so do yourself a favour. Get out and get yourself mm-hmm. a copy of the uh, Alan Gardner Accordion Band album. Tell mm-hmm. them Lord Ben sent you and mm-hmm. you won't regret it. Great night will be had mm-hmm. by all. Not, not for a second. Not for all a right. Second. So tonight's episode, greatest uh, TV theme songs. Uh, I know that I struggled to move out of the 80s with my choices. I just think that was a... A core period of, of great, great theme songs for for uh, TV shows. How did you guys go, Brett? Do you have something that you want to talk about to kick us off? Yeah, and and uh, nice that you you talked about uh, music that was written for uh, a TV show uh, because the first one I, I want to talk about uh, is Twin Peaks because the music for that show was all through. It wasn't just the theme. Uh, you know, I mean, the theme was memorable, but they used music all through that. It was specifically written uh, for that series. Mm. And, yep. and, and in my head, you can't separate the two, you know. Oh, you, hear, the, you hear that, you hear that, that, that the main theme 
the first few mm. notes of that and mm. you go, whoa, okay, t- Twin Peaks, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Not, and not only that, not only that, it sets up the mood of the show. Like it's a, yes. it's, it's a piece of music that straight away sets up, oh, okay, this is going to be a, <laughs> it's going to be a quirky, weird, you know, yeah. crime, mysterious Politics. kind of yeah. thing. Atmospheric. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't agree more. Uh, great choice. Great choice. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's two notes, there's two bass notes, isn't there? And you know you're yeah, into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, and, and, and something that came up in my mind every time I thought about anything like this was that classic experience of nostalgia of just like enjoying the show, first and foremost, and this piece of music almost becoming the, the um, what we'd call the logo for it, you know, the branding in your in your mind. You know, this when that baseline hits in, you're just like, ah, yeah, yeah, happy, you know, happy time. There's going to be, uh, you know, the next 30, 40 minutes of just gorgeous Lynchian nonsense. Right. Yeah. So let's have a bit of so, a listen. So, yeah. So well, the one the one Sorry. I've chosen. Yep. Um, is one of the main themes. So yes, there is the there is the the signature uh, Twin Peaks. But if you want to. Uh, have a listen to what I've chosen. It's it's one of those uh, sexy, weird sort of dance uh, uh, songs. So everyone have a listen to that. Um, Did you just say sexy, weird dance? Because yeah, I don't want to say Alan off, and we're so, all looking at him right there. Saying it's not the main theme, so you've broken the you've broken the thing already. Is that what you're saying, Brett? First one in. Broken the rule yeah, already. Straight but off. That's okay. All right. Have a listen. Let's have a listen. When I think sexy dance, I think Brett. <laughs> no, no, mate. You think Twin Peaks? That's what you're thinking. Oh, I'm thinking your Twin Peaks, Brett. Yeah, come on. So what? Oh, mate, is this like a, a like a, a Glockenspiel or a marimba processed marimba or Glockenspiel or something? What is this? It's like a. I would say marimba. Yeah, it's some kind of per- percussive. But it's very the finger clicks and the yeah mm-hmm. and, and but and that really weird sort of discordant stuff comes in. It's just mm. and like I said, it you know you listen to it and it fits in with with all the other music there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Audrey's thing. Yeah, very good. And it's got that sort of noir detective thing as well. You know, yeah. it sounds like uh, like it's meant to a detective story. And so that was, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that was, was that early 90s or was it late 80s? Early 90s. Early 90s. Okay. Very good. Okay. Good one to kick us off. And yeah, I, I think despite the fact that that's not the actual theme song. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I think, I think if we can all imagine the actual theme song, it still fits the mm. criteria and is actually one of the great uh, theme songs from a... TV show, so yeah. I think by default, if you can, you for, if you can it, forget Brett, uh, Brett's got it completely wrong, then yes, well done. Brett. <laughs> That's right. If you can forget he, yeah, completely missed the brief. Yeah. I think by default we can probably, yeah, by association we can give it to him based on the, uh, yeah, the original yeah. theme song. For that. Two points. Well done, Brett. Yes. You missed the brief. <laughs> but put in a great so he gets, result. He gets a, he gets like a point. A, he gets a point for naming a great show. And yeah, misses the point for the actual. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I like. It's like he's I a like designer how... or something. He's like he's a creative designer type who's been given a brief, but just yeah. goes for just it anyway. Just goes outside of it. Yeah. What we really want is a kind of an apple yeah. theme. Fuck, fuck what the client wants is what he's basically gone for. Basically. Yeah. 
I like how it's Kev throwing shade on me. Brief. I mean, this guy has completely yeah. missed every brief ever. But no, no, I'm happy to take that from Kev. Yeah, yeah but I'm looking. I'm looking forward to Kev hitting the brief tonight. This, it could be the first one. <laughs> I've still got this. I've got this bottle of fifty-year-old port here. I want to open for Kev hitting the brief. So I'm let's confused. hope he hits it tonight. Confused and confronted. By the way, I'm not a brief messer. I, I hate brief. For don't, an editor, don't you don't even read the brief. You're an interpreter. <laughs> An interpreter. Mm. I guess I guess I right. here's the brief. I'll just All right. it. Lord Al, what have you got for us? <laughs> All right. Uh, well this one is uh, the theme from Bojack Horseman. Uh, oh, which yeah. is a current yeah. show from uh, starting twenty fourteen. But it's about a character from uh, the nineties. So um the, this one was written by uh, a guy from the Black Keys. Okay. Uh, Patrick Carney and uh, his uncle and um, yeah have a listen okay. Great piece of music. Yeah, it's got a nice jazzy influence over a <laughs> sort of a synthy bass. I can see it's got that black keysy feel to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's quite nice. And uh, yeah, it's trying to use some of those more traditional instrumentation. Yeah, so it was uh, like I got introduced to the show uh, when I was at the gym on the treadmill. And so that was probably the only entertaining way I could manage to last on the treadmill is if I watch a couple of episodes of uh, a Bojack. So, 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 so you're at the gym. <laughs> oh, <here we> go. <laughs> Apologies to, to our listeners who are now visualising Lord yeah, out of the gym. Yeah. We're trying to piece it together. Yeah. What's, it's treadmill. funny that it's called Bojack because I'm pretty jacked. So, you know, uh, trying to work out. Kind of I'm at the gym. There. Okay. And, and then, a horse. Well, you know, i got a big nose. Who's there? Who's introducing this to you? Uh, d- some some Netflix, friendly, you know, boss guy in some shorts. Just, <laughs> oh, I've been watching your... He's like, you want to get Bojack? Yeah. Style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll just say Netflix introduced it to me. With a, yeah. you might like this. So I was like, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so anyway, it's this guy was stuff. spotting you at the gym, right? This guy <laughs> was spotting you at the gym. You mean spotting me or spotting me? <laughs> so, yeah, so a guy spotted you at the gym and then he said, Do you want to get twice. bojacked? That's yes. right, yeah. Watch this little boy. Yeah, you like I it. Said, yeah, good. I said, Do I look like a horseman? So, um, <laughs> a horse but it's got no like name. that theme song. Like, that's the brief version. There's like a three minute version. No, oh, gee, I look forward to that. All well. right. So, so moving on. <laughs> it floats my boat. It's good. No, it's it's really good, Matt. Excellent. All right. So I think uh, I'm up next. so sarky in your old age. Let's yeah. get back to some serious music now. Um, and this is from one of the great, great TV shows of all time. Um, we'll see. And from the, from the early to mid-80s, uh, one of the great themes uh, from Family Ties, of course. Uh, <laughs> this song actually written by... 
one of the greats of, of sort of some classic sort of Motown writing in, um, in Jeff Barry actually wrote this, who wrote things like Do I Diddy, um, you know, Chapel of Love, Be My Baby, River Deep, Mountain High, bunch of stuff mm-hmm. for like the, the sector sound, uh, the Spectre sound and that, I mean, great, great writer. So this is, uh, yeah, the Family Ties uh, theme song. Enjoy. I bet we've been together for a million years. I didn't have to listen to it. This is on repeat. Yeah, in your house, I'm sure, I'm sure it is, Brett. <laughs> oh, really? Even now? Even now? I mean, a solid... Oh, I don't know, I listened to it. Seven years after the fact. I listen to it, my insulin levels are all out of whack now. It's just <laughs> so, uh, so sugary. It's just boring. Great, great theme song. It's a great Set show up. as well with little Michael J. Fox in there doing his thing out of the doors. I mean, is that a case for a great theme tune that the, the TV show escalates what's a pretty average, ropey, shite house? Why? <laughs> you know. The song, the song fits yeah. the show perfectly, it sets it up. You just want to be part of that family. Yeah. Brilliant. Anyway. That's right. And it, but, it, you know, it's got those high crescendo notes, which means that, you know, at some point when, you know, my family of girls are singing along, they just never hit those notes. And it just, it just, yeah. Talk about grading. Yeah. Fantastic. As soon as I, um, as soon as I uh, said that we were doing theme tunes, that was the first one that she suggested. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great song. It's a great sitcom song. So, yeah, well, fantastic. All right. So, um, my turn. Uh, this is um, uh, just, just wanted to give you something from my past, uh, the best theme tune ever um, in my uh, TV watching career. And that was the iconic Top of the Pops, which was UK's uh, countdown, if you like. It was Thursday night, it's seven o'clock, it's Top of the Pops. Mm-hmm. The world stopped um, for, you know, that 60% of um, UK kids that love Everybody music. who's anybody has performed on Top of the Pops. Yeah, that's right. And uh, people you wouldn't expect. And it, it, it's still something that um, when I was growing up was the place to be. You know, um, you know, independent fans that were breaking through still had that hankering because they'd seen those performances uh, and had those Thursday nights. So um, this, is, this, is a, this is a version of the theme tune from 1986 when things got pretty... Um, uh, pretty epic. Uh, it was a version of a, you know, a different theme tune that had been around for a while. There's a guy called Paul Hardcastle that did it. And um, if you give it a listen, you he had a couple of hits though, didn't he? As a solo, a couple of hits. Well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nineteen was his big one. Yes, that's right. Nineteen. So um, give it a listen and see what you think. Classic 80s synth track here. Beautiful. The synthesized saxes. (laughs) And just the drum. Yeah, that's right. The drums are buried. You can just pick them up straight away. I mean, I I was listening to this at full volume before, and it's just got everything at full treble. (laughs) It's just guaranteed to let you know something's about to happen. It's a horrible piece of music, really. Uh, <laughs> I like that. I guess that's good. This is what it represented, like you know. Yeah, it's really good. Generally, especially with the uh, 
especially the video yeah. goes with it. Yeah. Is, you know. yeah. yeah. You know you're in for something. I mean, generally it started with that classic, it's Thursday night, it's seven o'clock, it's top of the pops, and then the theme tune came in. Mm-hmm. It lasted, you know, it showed you what was going to happen, top 40, um, who was going to be on it. Usually there'd be a little cut to as, as the music went on and you're getting excited on the couch. And um, yeah, and then as soon as the music faded out, there was some hideous presenter there and cheering crowd and you were off to, and here's Bananarama with Venus. Yes. <laughs> straight in, you know, so it, if it really lucky. was a, mm. a G up. Yeah, if you were out, absolutely. If really? you were lucky. Yeah. There's a hell of a lot worse than that going on. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was, that was uh, one of the first ones that I, you know, came to mind for me, for sure. Very good. Good one. Mm-hmm. All right, Brett. What do you got for us on your second round, mate? Well, well, Let's try I've, to redeem I've, yourself here. No, I've broken the rules again because oh, this time I picked an outro rather than an intro. Oh, Jesus Christ! How refreshing! Learn to read, mate. <laughs> so, um, so this is the outro, the end theme to the young ones, uh, and it's this perfect little uh, scar beat. It is, and we're talking mid '80s here, so it's just. Indicative of that English movement. Um, so have a listen. It's it's just fun. Okay. It's got, a, it's got a little bit of cello in there, but it's got yeah, that lovely scar sax beat through it. Of all the theme music for all TV shows, that That's came up great. as your number. That came up as your number two. That's awesome! Wow, I think n- number two is very appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it because it's the first song that we've heard so far that has saxophone. There you go. Is, is that is that your eighty? You reckon that's the eighties influence? No, no. I just think it's. Uh, I think maybe there's maybe there's a theme there. You know, nobody gets enough sex anymore. Because I mean, you know that uh, the Family Ties crap didn't have any saxophone <laughs> from memory. So it's the only conclusion I can reach. Right there, you uh, go. Well, let me think, let me try to reach. Trying to tell us, I think um, I was trying to tell us that he's picked Benny Hill for a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was, so, so was close, it... I was close to choosing um, the theme tune from Young Ones for one of my um, my picks tonight. Um, and I'm sure it crossed the roll, all of our minds. Um, what a great song that is! And I'm interested that you've um, obviously considered the Young Ones and chosen the sort of well, not the theme tune really. Yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to explore that further and try to understand why. Out of both What's your choices, you weren't What's able to actually pick a theme tune from a Be- TV show. Because because it, it is the music of that show. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 It does right. it does it does represent them. Represent mm-hmm. again, going back to my Twin Peaks argument, all the music from there is is just indicative. It's it's you know written specifically for it. Well, yeah, it's again. It's just what you're saying is it's like a theme tune without actually being the theme tune. <laughs> yeah, you're saying it's I'm the end theme song. Touching it, not quite. <laughs> so was it? Well, I mean, even though, like, if he had picked the opening one, that wouldn't have been allowed because it's a Cliff Richard song. That's right. Not written specifically for 
That's right. So was the was oh, the no, outro? No, no, was that written? There. You're totally wrong there because the theme tune for for the young ones was a, a cover version of the, the Cliff Richard song done specifically for the show. <laughs> sure. But it wasn't, wasn't, it I, wasn't. I still wouldn't have passed my, uh, my grading. <laughs> oh, okay. The so very strict system. <laughs> Covers uh, aren't allowed. In the same way so that, it, yeah, Little Help for My Friends by you know, Joe Cocker's version wouldn't have passed right. for Wonder Years. So, Brett, was that uh, the end music? Was that written by you know, anyone of note or was it just... I don't know. Or you just yeah, didn't was, do your research? No, 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 no. Because we're not, all, we're not all about the boring facts, you know, like you <laughs> like to spit out there, Al. It's boring about what facts. moves me. Right. Like what key, what key was it in? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Speaking of Lord Al, what do you got for us, mate? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, this is from the show Barney Miller. The fuck? Yeah. Uh, so even though it was uh, a 70s show, ran for, I don't know, three years or something, um, I, you know, I was obviously too young in the 70s to watch it. Um, so it was the late 80s when I caught up with this one. And uh, the first, I don't know, 20 seconds is, is fantastic, and then it kind of descends a bit. So see what you think. So that's something you can relate to, Alan. <laughs> I think it's a phenomenal bass line that you're relating to, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's only because it's a bass oh, intro. Why? I'm surprised you didn't pick Seinfeld. Wow. That is just... There's more bass in that than anything I've ever heard in my life. Sounds like 70s porn music. That's why you've picked it. And then and then the brass section. Yeah. Mm. Which is okay, but I would have preferred if I just kept that whole... That whole where do you, you, know, where do you go, like, Alan? Where do you go? I mean, <laughs> I should have stipulated it needed Terrified. lyrics at least. This is crazy. No, no, no. <laughs> no, that, that, uh, it is a theme like tune. It that, at least it's a theme tune. It is. It's, yes. <laughs> you're close. You're close. Yeah, it's good. Like, like when. Could have when, played the music they play at the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Just one note on the bass. <laughs> well, when, when they're actually in the studio recording that, I think. Uh, it was either the engineer or producer or somebody in the studio said, look, uh, this show is about a cop in New York. Um, I want something different from the intro. Just give me, just give me some bass by itself. And so, <laughs> and so we did. And then, you know, the rest of the song came in. But anyway, the two guys that wrote that, uh, Alan Ferguson and Jack Elliott. The rest Elliot. of it is not history. <laughs> The guys who wrote it, they also did, uh, in the 70s, they did Charlie's Angels and Starsky and Hutch. And I was just saying, shows, which are, Starsky and Hutch is, is of that same sort of ilk where it's... Uh, yeah. But it, like, seriously, Charlie's for a crime, for a cop crime show... And you choose this. Yeah. For a no, cop it crime was a show, comedy. this has got to be the lightest, gayest production of a... Sort no, of, no, seriously. It's, and it's I use the term comedy. gayest in, in... It's not in the... Light-hearted. In a light-hearted sense. Like, you know, it's got to yes. be... The, well, that's the know. thing. It was a comedy. So it was a, you know, comedy cop show. So I can't remember if the comedy was any good, but I still love that baseline. All right. Wow. Very good. I was this close to choosing Starsky and Hutch as well. I can't believe it. <laughs> but may, maybe we need to do, a, you know, a cop-themed show because, yes, you know, right. a Sweeney, I mean, all those, they've really got that nice mm. 
Oh yeah, the, the Rockford Files. I mean, yeah, they're all very good. Yeah, all, all the past Street Blues. Oh, I love Hill Street Blues song. Twenty One yeah. Jump Street. See there, that had a great, great. Song. <laughs> all right, so let's try to bring it back to some. Back to the brief. Um, so this is a this is a great theme song that actually has lyrics and s- sets up the song in the style of the show, and well, it's well, an earworm that everybody knows. And this is the Happy Days theme, so enjoy this. Wow. Uh-huh. Sunday, Monday, Happy Days. Tuesday, Wednesday, Happy Days. Thursday, Friday, Happy Days. The weekend comes, my cycle hums. Was this written for it? Do we do we know that? Have you? Let's not get picky, you no. Know. Let's not get. Picky. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. What was this, Brett? I said, was that written for it? Uh, it was written. Yeah, it was written for the show. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it was written in '74. Uh, and, and the best part is it's the opening and closing credits. Yeah. I mean, come on. You don't get you don't get a theme better than that that fits the, the show. That's a ripper. It's incredible. I mean, and again, talk about cultural phenomenon. I mean, that was gathered around the couch. Everyone's had a hard week. Yep. Here comes the points to make it It's just again. a feel-good feel good show that everyone could get behind. There's not many of those left anymore. Yeah. Would, would have been a pretty... make you weep. <laughs> Would have been a tough brief though, right? Because the the first season they played Rock Around the Clock, so I can imagine yeah. I can imagine ringing the guy up and saying, "Okay, we need a song that's indicative of, of the era, and, right. and it, we want to replace Rock Around the Clock with it." Yeah, well, this this spawned off the uh, American Graffiti movie by uh, George Lucas. This this yes. whole yeah. Happy Days um, wow. show it was that. spawned from that movie. And and to the point where it actually has Richie Cunningham as the you know as yeah. Ron Howard as one of the characters. So um, yeah, so they there was a there was a fifties revival, you know, in that in that late mid to late seventies period, and and they took full advantage of it and created this show, which went on to be one of the most endearing shows of that era. And yeah, great theme song. Until oh, it like. jumped, until it jumped the shark. Until it, until it literally yes, jumped literally. the shark, and that's mm-hmm. and that's where we get the term "jump the shark" from. When Fonzie literally jumped a shark on skis <laughs> in one of the very later yeah. episodes. That's right. And that's where the term comes from, which is yeah, incredible. Wow, I feel I feel like I've just got smarter. That's like so much that I didn't know about that. That's great. Yeah, it wasn't uh, one of the first appearances of uh, Mork from Mork. Did he yes. jump on one of the episodes? Well, that was what. Yeah. That, was, that was another one of the yeah, jumping the shark. Yeah, everyone See, this spawned this show yeah. spawned Laverne and Shirley, which went on. Yes. To, it was Laverne and Shirley, which went on to show the character Mork, and then it became yep. Mork and Mindy. Um, mm. So, yeah, it was like it spawned several sort of offshoots, and uh, in one yeah. episode there was a tiny, tiny, grumpy baby that grew up to be Larry David from <laughs> Kobe and Absolutely incredible. <laughs> All right, Kev, no, what's your next one? <laughs> I can't remember. Um, I'm going to give you a bit of a, can I give you a bit of a, um, an intro to this one, an intro to the intro, if you like. Has <laughs> it got music? Uh, has it got music? Oh my your God. Your intro? This, no, it's a spoken intro, Al. Oh, um, okay. But so I you're breaking, 
you're breaking yeah. the rules. It should have a music. Your intro should have a musical background. You've got lyrics, which is good. It makes Ben happy, but we also need some instrumentation. All right, let's let's keep it clean, Alan. Come on, it has to you be know, musical. It has well, to support the show. We've all had a long week. My intro to the intro is spoken. All right, I'm not. <laughs> Okay. No, that's what I'm saying. Where, where's the instrumentation? Can we at least have light jazz in the background? You could make it like, you know... I'm going to get an accordion to shove it up your arse in a minute. That's <laughs> musical. Um, Wait, do you hear the music? This is, the, this is the performing a sexy dance where we're having an accordion shoved up your arse. <laughs> so, sorry, what, what is this? Tell us what this is, Kev. What the hell is this? Twin Peaks episode I never want to see. Um, this is... I've, this is our videos in pet, which you guys might not be aware of. Oh, of course, everyone, everyone's favourite TV show from the from the nineties. Right. I'm going to guess uh, from from uh, I would say um, early eighties. Oh, okay, five. very good. Um, okay, maybe mid eighties. A fantastic um, concept in, in such as Britain. A lot of uh, steel workers were sent over to Europe to work, and this is about a bunch of Geordies, a bunch of um, uh, guys from uh, Newcastle. Newcastle. Sent across to work in Germany. The show was called Of Wiedersehen Pet. And um, it was just Balls a brilliant, brilliantly written um, yeah. show. And again, perhaps the theme tune isn't as great as I remember. You'll be the judge of that. But um, <laughs> well, we will. Yeah. It basically tells exact, it introduces characters um, to a T. It introduces the theme of the show to a T. I don't know if it was written specifically for it, I have a feeling it was because of how brilliantly it captures the what these guys got up to in Germany. Um, but give it a listen, and um, see you again. See, I'm feeling here, Kev, that you just literally went through hundreds and thousands of TV themes and tried to find one that tried to get into your style as best as possible. Tried to find that sort of punk, rough ethic as best as possible, and this is all you could sort of come you know, up with. So. It's funny you should say that, because um, I don't know if you guys are looking at the same YouTube clip as I am. Uh, you probably are. The guys Why are we? Because you put the clip up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's, there's a bunch of them on there. I, I hope this was going to be the one that showed uh, the opening titles, which showed you all the different characters. Um, but in fact, it's just a still. The guy on the left um, stood in on a, a couple of occasions for Rat Scabies as the lead singer of The Damned when um, <laughs> when he wasn't around. So yeah, there is a bit of that, but it's tenuous. It really wasn't what I was going for. Again, I was going for the nostalgia of a wonderful show with a theme tune that really captured the essence of it. Um, without, mm-hmm. you know, a bit like the Family Ties one um, that just sort of said, it's your favourite show of the week. You know, ultimately yeah. that's what it says. And, and I actually do it. get that from the music. Like it does feel like it sets up. These are all some lads who are about to go out and have to work against their will in some shoddy environment and have a few yeah. laughs along the way and, and whatever. So... Uh, yeah, it's all rough around. A few age. beers at the end of the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and it'd be hard. You'd be hard pressed to find anyone um, of my genre uh, for the UK that wouldn't be able to sing that almost word for word. Mm-hmm. 
So hopefully, hopefully there's a couple of people in the UK audience who actually have heard of this show because <laughs> certainly nobody over here or in the US has. So yeah, it, it does remind me, and I wonder if it's inspiration for uh, the uh, the pretend show that was in uh, Extras, the TV series, Ricky Gervais, um, when the whistle blows. Like their intro yeah. was kind of very very similar. Could have been a few, yeah. a few wacky wacky characters and. Uh, a theme song that you could sing along with so, without yeah, hitting yeah. the high notes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, that's a couple each. I think we might sort of wrap it up there, but let's go around. I know it took me, I reckon this is a part one because I've got like a million great songs that I wanted to play, but let's maybe go around the table and just say a couple that we you know, didn't get to play tonight, maybe on a future episode or other, the, the also runs of, you know, the ones we could have chosen tonight. So Brett, I, I, a couple I, I, you, I think, close? I think keep it, I think keep it in, keep okay. it in, don't share it. Don't but share it. Be a special surprise. Oh God. Well, that's great for the audience. Al. That's, that's radio science for the next five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I guess we'll just sit here looking at each other. Saying okay. No let me, let me, that. let me do it this way then. I had a couple that I, I had some that I picked for you, Al. I thought you for sure would have the Muppets theme up there. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe that was on my list for next time. So, thanks yeah. for taking that away, Ben. So I've blown it because you are a Muppet. <laughs> Following on, I don't think it blows. I think there's that many tunes you could choose. We can easily like some of mine. I had Night Rider. That that synth, just yeah. what a yes. great that's bass cool synth one. intro. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, an eighty sure late eighties early nineties uh, Australian TV show Round the Twist. I don't know if anyone's ever heard that. Listen to that theme song that was a really good theme song um but yeah there's a million so, ways that we could choose oh yeah i was sorry it was a trying to jump in there as well and yeah and, and i agree with you that uh, i was sure that you would have gone with um hitchhiker's guide from the galaxy based off of the um was it the eagles we discovered mm. by had uh, uh, that was their their their, their track um, as a, a theme song that i absolutely loved and now i can't anymore because it's the eagles <laughs> um, it was great, great that you picked out Knight Rider because there's a genre there, isn't there? Of those, um, yeah. And I think that may be a way, a way well, to just do that synth. Yeah, just great 80s synth tracks where there's no, n- not necessarily uh, vocals, but just some, yeah, really cool intros that are just all synth driven. <laughs> some great spoken word stuff as well, you know, Michael Knight. Yeah, well, you it's know, funny. Nice. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's funny. The guy who wrote the Knight Rider. Um, uh, theme actually wrote the Battlestar Galactic one too, which is one of my favourite shows. So I thought I thought it was Stuart Copeland. No, who, no, who did no. Knight it was um, Stuart Phillips wrote the Knight Rider theme, and he wrote. Is it Battle- Stuart? It was a Stuart. <laughs> it was a Stuart. Stuart. He wrote the um, Battlestar Galactic theme as well. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, there's there's the A Team, Miami Vice. There's just so much of mm. the 80s. Um, That's I, right. I, I, rec- I reckon we divvy this up. I think Alan's right. I think there's enough yeah. here. And we'll go through it. all of those. Don't you worry. <laughs> I, haven't even, I haven't even bought out Growing Pains and, you know, the Golden oh, Girls. I'll mean, tell you what I haven't. There's a million. What I haven't brought out, which, um, you know, you guys might not be into, um, is the sport themes, um, which there would be an Australian version of this, but the UK uh, one. Yeah, um, you're right. Nobody what, cares. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think, the, I think you've mistaken us for people who like sport. No, 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 no. The one the that Lords I didn't want to was the, um, Not the uh, Lords of you know the ball. What was it? The pitch. 
All right, all right, all right. So the golf in the UK for years, and, and the BBC did this, they never changed. It was um, that anthem for common man, that classic. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. that, was, that was the golf theme. So when you heard hmm. this crazy, you know, like, that was golf. Yeah. That, that meant golf to people of my age for, you know, 20 years in the UK because the BBC set a theme tune and didn't change it. Uh, the racing yeah. was um, the chain by um, Fleetwood Mac. You know, it, you knew what you were getting just from the other side of the house as soon as you heard that that bass line kick off. So, well, know. in Australia in the 80s, we definitely had a uh, fanfare for the common man as yeah. the worldwide sports theme. World of sports theme, yeah. Oh, which, okay, which, meant, right. which meant a whole Sunday of boredom uh, for anyone not interested <laughs> in sports. So. But oh, he had three channels to choose from. It was like, oh my god, stick a fork in my eye now. Yeah, it was sport, or a black and white Tarzan movie, or <laughs> you know, the, uh, or the test pattern. It wasn't. The, yeah, no, it was the. Uh, it was like the. Um, what was the the kids' choral performance? What was the? Oh, what was that? Oh, the Stedford things. Ste- yeah, like in a Stedford type kids' performance. <laughs> what was that called? Rocker Stedford. Rocker Stedford. Mm. Rocker Stedford. Yeah. Oh god, yes. yeah. All right. At least they got us outside, hey? <laughs> That's very good. Those were the days. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, we'll cut it off there. And thank you very much for joining us again on the Lords of Loud. Hope you're all staying safe. Uh, please go and check out our Facebook page and Instagram uh, and like us on there. And we'll see you next time when we bring another exciting episode of the Lords of Loud. And don't forget to check out our website, lordsofloud.com, and also find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Lords of Loud. Thanks for listening.